Welcome to the podcast of Encounter Atlanta, where you're about to hear an amazing word from our senior pastor, Dr. Gabriel Allen Powell. Looking to connect with us beyond our podcast? Text the church to 94000 to get connected with all things Encounter. Let's tune in and take a listen to the word. Grab your Bibles, John 19 and 28, and it's, it's a very, it's a sort of lengthy passage, but let's read through it expeditiously. Later, knowing that everything had now been finished, and so that the scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there. So they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant, and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, it is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Now it was the day of preparation, and the next day was to be a special Sabbath. Look at somebody and say, learn how to rest. Because the Jewish leaders did not want the bodies left on the crosses during the Sabbath, they asked Pilate to have the legs broken and the bodies taken down. The soldiers therefore came and broke the legs of the first man who had been crucified with Jesus and then those of the other. But when they came to Jesus and found that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced Jesus' side with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. The man who saw it was given testimony, and his testimony is true. He knows that. He tells the truth and testifies so that you also may believe. These things happen so that the scripture would be what? Fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And as another scripture says, they will, watch this, look on the one they have pierced. Later, here it is, Joseph of Arimathea asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Joseph of Arimathea asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Now, Joseph was a disciple of Jesus. Pay attention. Now, Joseph was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly because he feared the Jewish leaders. With Pilate's permission, he came and took the body away. He was accompanied by Nicodemus, the man who earlier had what? Visited Jesus at night. That's John 3. Watch this. Nicodemus brought a mixture of myrrh and alloys, about 75 pounds of it. Taking Jesus' body, the two of them wrapped it with the spices in stripes of in strips of linen. This was in accordance with Jewish burial customs. At the place where Jesus was crucified, there was a garden. So Galgotha, the place where Jesus was crucified, turned into a garden. Watch this. And in the garden, a new tomb in which no one had ever been laid. Because it was the Jewish day of preparation and since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there, be seated in the presence of the Lord. 
Jesus was buried in a borrowed tomb. Watch this, Zion. I'm teaching. Watch this. But the tomb belonged to Joseph of Arimathea. Joseph, this is not Joseph's, this is not Jesus, Jesus' father. This is not Joseph that's written in scripture as being amongst the twelve. This is a Joseph that was a secret disciple. Why? Watch this. Joseph was the owner of the tomb. The reason he's a secret disciple is because Joseph was a wealthy and honored member of the Jewish council. Watch this. In Jewish culture, they call it the Sanhedrin. Watch this. The Sanhedrin is a group of men, about 70 plus, who are designated by the Romans to make decisions on religion and people. So, amongst the 70, there were two men by the name of Nicodemus and Joseph. Watch this. In Jewish customs, if you were a criminal, you did not get a proper burial. So watch this, Zion. The original plan for Jesus' body, because hear me, he's accused as a criminal. He's innocent, but he's accused of a crime. So because he has the reputation of committing a crime, when he dies, the intentions are to take his body and put it on a pile of garbage. Jesus was never supposed to be in a tomb. He was supposed to be placed on a pile of garbage. But, shout at somebody with a tight mask on and say, but. God used a secret believer. Uh, Pastor Todd, our, our culture is so carnal that we talk about haters, but we don't talk about How God will use people who hang with your haters to contend for you. Everybody who's for you, watch this. They may not talk to you on a regular basis. Oh, God, you may not know them by name, but every time you post about your church, you minister to them. Hey, God, 
Oh, they smoke weed. They homosexual. But every time you put a status up about your church, they don't tell you they're tuning in, but they're tuning in because you don't just have haters. You have supporters amongst your haters. Pastor Ty, you got to ask yourself, how in the devil did I get that job? Let me tell you how you got it. Yeah, you have problems with your supervisor, but there's somebody above the supervisor that don't know you huh, from a can of paint. But every time they see you, huh, they just say to themselves, there's something about you. Huh? And when the supervisor came and told them huh, all of the negatives, they said, but... Because God loves you too much to not take care of you. We keep talking about haters. I'm starting a new one. I have secret supporters. I ain't talking about haters. I'm talking about the people who will never join my church, but they will secretly send an offering. Oh, they may never join my church, but when people start, start talking about me, they say stuff like, you a lie. He is a man of God. I have, look at somebody and say, I got secret supporters. You got to stop talking about Haters. All right, be seated. Hear me. So, watch this. Pastor Ty. The reason they were secret disciples is because the Sanhedrin Council were the ones responsible for the assassination of Jesus. But Nicodemus and Joseph never agreed. They would have their council meetings. Is, 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 not, is this not powerful enough? They would have their council meetings and say, We need to execute him. He's blasphemous. But Joseph would say, I don't agree. But because They were on the council. They had to, here's the word God gave me. They had to contend for God secretly. Because if you support him, we now have to kill you. So what Joseph did, hear me, you couldn't be on the council without wealth. Joseph and Nicodemus are wealthy men. They're not just religious. They don't just make decisions, but they are wealthy men. Now, pay attention to wealth. I'm going to get to that later on, but that's too good for the introduction. 
So what Joseph did, because he's a secret disciple, he goes to Pilate. Watch this. The Sanhedrin, the council, they couldn't execute people physically. So what they did with Jesus is they sent him to Pilate because he could execute people. So what Joseph did, he went secretly and asked for Jesus' body. Because Joseph was saying, my Jesus is going to die like a king. I'm not going to let you throw him on garbage when he's the king of glory. Look at somebody say, work the text, dog. Watch this. So what he did, Pastor Ty, Pilate said yes. Gave him Jesus' body. Because remember, Pilate always knew that Jesus was innocent. But Pilate is a politician, so he was more concerned with votes than integrity. So what did he do? He washed his hands of the matter. Pilate always knew that Jesus wasn't innocent. So what did he say? Because he's weak back, dirty scoundrel. He allowed, you never allow the people to make significant decisions if you are a leader. Uh, uh, you know me, I like to get on a, a, a little soapbox sometimes. I was watching this video. I'm not going to call the name of the, the uh, organization, but they had the audacity. To ask people, hear me, they were, they, were, they were interviewing a group of people who, they were church hurt. They, they asked them about church hurt and so, so forth. And now they're interviewing, now they have, a whole, they have a whole series with this particular group, group of people. And now the subject was, how do we hold pastors accountable? Watch this. There should be accountability in the house of God. Look at your neighbor and say, you have to hold your pastor accountable. Don't whisper it, shout it. And he has to hold me accountable. All right, but watch this. Look at your neighbor and say, there are boundaries. And so the conversation was this. Uh, one particular wounded person said that... Uh, when dealing with, the, I'm on a soapbox, right? When dealing with the money of the church, the congregation should be able to uh, assist the pastor in financial decisions. I said, you know, that sounds decent and dumb at the same time. How? It sounds intellectual until I ask you this question. Sir, ma'am, do you get your 12-year-old child or 9-year-old child at the dinner table and say, now, I just got paid today. What does what she, what shall we do with this money? Yeah. 
Yeah, it sounded deep until you put common sense in it. Ain't nobody in this room when you have children. You ain't going to ever ask your cheering. Pastor, you saying I'm a child? No, I'm saying you a sheep. And God didn't give you the vision just like the, he didn't give your child the vision for your home. What kind of fool would ask an entire church about how to handle money? You have an accountability board, staff members for that. So you see, the point I'm trying to make is this. That's what Pilate did. He allowed the people to crucify our Jesus. The same people a week prior when Jesus came in, they said, Jesus, Jesus. You see what I'm saying? Watch this. Let me get back. But that was good, though. I don't care what nobody said. Watch this, Zion. So he gives the body of Jesus to Joseph. Joseph is a wealthy man. Hear me. In Jewish tradition, depending upon your wealth, depends upon how you die. Uh, it's almost like, watch this, it's equivalent to our insurance. We call it life insurance. So here's another soapbox. If you don't have insurance, Zion, get some. Oh, I see. See, my, my ministry and style is a little different. I, I can come in and out. Let me stay there for a moment. See, you are not significant to the body of Christ if you do not have a secured future, including your death. What you mean, pastor? Because when you die, look at your neighbor and say, everybody going to die. When you die and you do not have your stuff, your business together, you put that type of responsibility on the church and your, uh, your living family members to pay all your debt. Furthermore, you can take life insurance and buy a house. Life insurance is not just about death, but it is also helps you live. We love good church, but we are broke. When you listen Monday morning, look at somebody and say, get your business in order. Watch this. So Jesus was not a wealthy man. So he didn't have a tomb, but a secret disciple. Owned a tomb. It wasn't a small tomb. It was a tomb that you can walk into. It's kind of like, it's kind of like one of those big ones. Watch this. Not only did they, did they put him in a tomb fit for a king. In about three days, a dead body is supposed to start smelling. Only kings, though, were dipped in spices. 
Watch this. When you do your study, when Mary walked in the tomb to see if Jesus was there, not only did she walk into a tomb that was empty, she walked into a tomb that was filled with an aroma. Look at your neighbor and say, work the text, doc. Watch this. This is what I love about this story. Let me, let me move quickly here. Watch this. So, Joseph and Nicodemus, they take Jesus' body and they put him in a tomb. But what I love, pastors in this corner, is how, watch this elder court, the secret disciples, Nicodemus and Joseph, Stepped up. Can you do me a favor? Can you do a prophetic gesture and just step up? Let me tell you what you just did. You just told God this. Watch this. In the text, the public disciples are nowhere to be found. Peter gone. Andrew's gone. All of them are gone because, uh, watch this, uh, Jesus told them, uh, he said, you're going to deny me. And Jim, Peter said, no, I swear to God, I'll never do that. Oh, no, no. But watch this. Uh, Peter is so gullible uh, that, watch this, two girls said, ain't you uh, the one that follows Jesus? Peter said, no, I don't follow him. And then uh, one particular scenario, Peter cussed uh, to show, watch this, he, he used a cuss word to show that he's not associated with Jesus. He, he's trying to, it's like when you go, let me, let me tell you, what, let me tell you. <laughs> it's like, it's like when you go out for drinks with your friends and they say, oh, you a church girl now, huh? Because you ain't totally sold out, huh? You say, huh? Oh, no, hell no, man. I'm still, just to prove that you still down. Spirit is telling you do not order a drink don't go if you go stay there for about 52 minutes uh, and then leave when they say they go into a night you say can't go uh, but because uh, you are not fully persuaded uh, you decide to go ahead and compromise but it was a secret disciple That stepped up. Watch this. All around the world, churches, their wired attendance has doubled since the beginning of the pandemic. Today, because it's Easter. But the reason why you're present today, because it's Easter. It's because you don't really walk with God daily. Oh, no, no. You're on, you hear me very carefully. You're on your church's live now because of the tradition. But you ain't going to put your life on the line for Jesus. 
Before we hear the rest of Pastor Gabe's message, I'd love to invite you to sow and join. Sow your seed into our ministry through PushPay by texting DR Church to 77977 or through Cash App at Dollar Sign Pastor Gabe and Dollar Sign DR Church. You can also join our ministry right now by texting Be Member to 94000. Now let's get back to the word. Pastor Todd, what can we? Here it is. Three points and I have to let you go. What can we learn? Be seated. Zion, what can we learn from Joseph? Number one. Say number one. Joseph opposed the council called culture. This, this, this is my Easter speech. You already know he got up. He got up. But you won't disagree with culture. He got up. But you're afraid to let people know you Holy Ghost filled. He got up. But you won't walk in the mall speaking in tongues. He got up. But you won't go and buy you a big, big old Bible and walk around your job with it. Because you are afraid to oppose the counsel of the culture. Let me make it make sense. Here it is. Look at the name and say, it's crucifixion time. You don't know Jesus if you thought that what little Nas released was okay. If you said let him be expressive, you're right, but you don't know God. You will post everything other than an opposing thought concerning the demonic that's being released through music and culture. Okay. Here's one. Can I just take my time here? Oh, auditory, I'm having fun because I love talking about this. When is the last time you defended Jesus? When is the last? Oh, yeah. See, see, watch this. Uh, yeah, man of God, because why? Well, here's what I'm talking about this. Uh, because, uh, because what we have done the last, the last 12 months, it's been a year since we have, uh, the, the church has been digital. We are experiencing a, di- a digital revival, but here's what I'm finding. When you look at the numbers, uh, there's been a decline in religiosity. Watch this. There has not been a hunger. You would think after 500,000 people lost their lives uh, to a virus or a particular thing that you cannot see. Uh, I'm talking about when you cough, you got 
COVID. When you something in your eye, you're wondering if it got COVID. You would think that that would drive us to the cross. But watch this. Furthermore, watch this. Or instead of it drove us to try to figure out how we can graduate and get college and get money and get our brands and get our businesses off the ground. It has driven us to crystals. It has driven us to sage. It has driven us to marrowweed. You have become more of an alcoholic than you did prior to the pandemic. So watch this. What God is trying to tell us is that the church is about to be blended with what we call the spirit of mixture. That's what he's trying to say. Watch this. You don't know Jesus if you won't throw away crystals. Yeah, you are. You got your little family around gathered for, for Easter service. But when I, we look, there's a Buddhist statue right on the fireplace. Oh, let me go further. You don't know God if you check your aquarium and your sagittarius and your whatever it is. You don't know Jesus. tell me he got up when Monday morning you checking your horoscope to see how your doggone day gonna go all you gotta do is check the word the word will prophesy to me oh y'all see it in the spirit I'm a I'm a Sagistank. I'm a I'm a I'm a aquarium. I'm a whatever you call it. Oh, you don't know God. Huh? Oh, you you can know you know all the characteristics. Let me go here. Huh? You when when you find a man huh, and you start dating somebody, you say, Well, what's your sign? No, sir, discernment. I don't need to know no sign. I need to discern you in the Holy Ghost. A sign is not a know-all, end-all. Are we compatible because you a squirrel or you a a bat? What? 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 Look at your neighbor and say, excuse us. And if you can be a believer and defend it, you don't know Jesus. Joseph was a secret disciple that put his life on the the line to go and ask Pilate. Hear me very carefully. He defended. Hear me very carefully. Let me say this real quickly. Got 15 minutes. Watch this. Be careful about what you agree with. Can I say this on this Easter Sunday? You have to learn how to say, I love you, but I don't agree. Hear me very carefully. You got to be able to look at your homosexual friend and say, now I love you and God loves you too. 
but we don't agree with the act. Can I go further? Father more. Oh, it's a dangerous thing when the believer, hear me very carefully, you think that because you having sex with another believer, God okay with that. Just because we all in the same church don't make it right. You got, oh, I'm talking about what you agree with. You got to be, hear me, but it's a danger. We're in a dangerous world when the Christian can get up from fornication and have a smile on their doggone face. Oh, 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 I'm talking to you. Yes, sir. It's a dangerous way. We are in a dangerous time when you can get up and just be smiling and just laughing. Oh, no, sir. When you get up from sin, you got to feel the conviction of the Holy Ghost. You got to get in your car and say, Lord, I know I told you it was my last time, but would you wash me and make me new? I'm sorry for what I did. Yeah, it felt good, but it still ain't good. It's that, oh, yes, sir. You've got, oh, you've moved into transgression when you can get on the phone after you didn't had some sex and smoke you some weed and be talking about some, how was it? No, sir. You got to get, come on back. Come on, do this. Prophet, just say, come on back in. You got to get to the place where you go ghost for days because you say, you just, you, oh, porn's supposed to make you feel nasty and disgusting. You're supposed to, you got to say, Lord, take the taste out of my mouth. When did the believer say it's okay to have threesomes and foursomes? Uh, The devil is a lie. Watch this. We keep talking about this, Rhonda. Oh, you know, I got to tell my mom and them that, uh, you know, uh, 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 we, I'm, they, why are you in church so much? No, no, no. Uh, see, see, we, we keep making it about talking to a person. I'm talking about disagreeing uh, with that flesh of yours. Uh, ain't no old ugly person talking about something I don't need to go to church. Uh, that ain't what my biggest issue is. Uh, my biggest issue, there's some sin in my life uh, that I have come into agreement with uh, where I no longer think that it's sin. Yes, God understands, but he doesn't agree. When will you come out of agreement with the counsel of the culture? You have to get to the place. Here it is. You got to get to the place where when you fall, you know that was ungodly. You got to get to the place where you had a bad thought and you said, Lord, I repent. That's how you honor the resurrection. <laughs> is this not good, Pastor Ty? Say number two. Here it is. I, this is my favorite one. Joseph went and asked for Jesus' body. He put his life on the line. 
So number one, he disagreed with the council. Number two, he asked for Jesus' body. Look at your neighbor and say, what are we? Answer your neighbor and say, the body of Christ. You got to go to the culture and contend for the church. Oh, I feel God. Man, if, if I had my voice, I would, I would be really preaching. So let me take my time here. You got to go to the culture and contend for the church. Let me just talk to you people who have left the church because you got something else to do. You got something better to do. Let me tell you what you are. You're a Peter. Oh, we love Peter, but Peter was nowhere to be found. He walked away from the church because he didn't want to die with Jesus. He didn't want to be crucified with Christ. But it was a it was a disciple in secret uh, that went to Pilate and put his life on the line uh, and said would you please give me my Lord Uh, would you please give me my Savior let me say this prophetically uh, we need intercessors and leaders and uh, we need Levitical order uh, we need members I don't care if you are security or hospitality or musicians uh, we need people who will go to God and say Lord release the church again Uh, Father give us our power back Uh, oh we are under attack Uh, we have been ridiculed and now it is there's something wrong with being church being the church and going to church we need some Joseph who will fight for the church I'm not leaving the church the church is the body of Christ Christ lives on the inside of me I'll fight for my sister I'll fight for my brother I'll fight for the gathering the pandemic cannot shut us down COVID you will not shut us down we shall come together we shall gather again and there will not be a breakout oh but there will be a breakout in revival hear me very carefully many of you you have allowed you don't even realize how gullible you have become to this to the dark world watch this can I be honest with you can I say something Lynn you're not gonna like it but hear me very carefully the Bible says That Satan walks about like a roaring lion, seeking what he can what? Devour. If you've left the church, Satan got you. He devoured you. Watch this. How you got five hobbies, but church ain't one of them. You may, you you miss me. Joseph went to the person that killed Jesus. Knowing that if, if, if Pilate wanted to. Pilate can say, well, why are you asking for Jesus' body? Do you support him? And Pilate could have been like, well, I'm now I'm, we're going to kill you. Joseph put his life on the line. And he contended for the church. Why is church no longer a priority to you? You know why? No, 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 I hear you. But I'm still saved. Not for long, though. Not for long. 
Well, I was raised in the church. You were raised in religion. You didn't know God. You alive. I've been in church all my life. I didn't really get saved until I was 21. And then I rededicated my life to God at 35. And if you understand, if you know how to walk with God, watch this. Um, if, what you understand is, see, that's the problem. That's the, that's the problem. Hear me very carefully, Tatiana. Watch this. Uh, every day is really a, a day of salvation because you keep repenting every single day. And that's your problem. You don't think you need to repent for nothing. So you tell me, I was raised in the church. Your old sinful self. Uh, I get saved every day. Lord, wash my mind. Forgive me for my thought. I, oh, I thought something that was not pleasing to you. Just because you were raised in the church and just because you read your Bible does not mean you walk with God. Oh, furthermore, say furthermore. If the church were not important, we wouldn't see it in the scriptures. In the words of Elder Lynn, how about that apple? If you believe the word of God is the, watch this, is our infallible truth, then you believe all of the word of God. You have to get back to the place where you're saying, watch this, you want to know why, Elder Court? Is this, am I not doing well? You want to know why the church is not open yet? Let me tell you why the church is not open. Because you're not on a regular basis saying, Lord, open the church. The Bible says you have not because you. Watch this. What we don't have, Pastor Ty, is we don't have the whole band every day saying open the church. What we don't have, Minister Mally, is all of hospitality and the women's ministry saying open the church. What we don't have, Mr. Lawson, is the entire men's ministry saying, Lord, open the church. What we don't have, Elder Tor, is the entire intercessory prayer team saying open the church. What we don't have, Sabrina, is the entire security team from day to day saying, Lord, open the church. Open the church. Father, we want the church back. Give us the church again. And when you open the church, let your glory come. Let revival come. You know, other than what we're doing is this. Oh, yeah, I guess we'll just wait. And until the church open, I'll get my brand. I'll do my business. I'll get my man. I'll get my woman. What you're doing is you're saying, pilot, good job. Happy Easter. Watch this. Tatiana, what we're about to do is, after Raymond Wyatt is turned off, we're going to go to brunch. We're going to, we, watch this. On Resurrection Day, you're going to relax with a glass of wine. You're going to sit back and relax and binge watch your favorite show. You're going to go and hang out with your lying brothers and lying sisters. Watch this. We've gotten so far from God that we're not going to. Our Holy Spirit don't say sanctify today.
I'm talking to you. That's where we are. Oh, it's Easter. No, it's the resurrection. What if you said today? Oh, here it is. Watch this. Oh, I'm about to listen. Church about to shut down. Watch this. Why do we hunt eggs? You know what I'm going to do? See, I'm not leading sitting down. Listen, ain't nobody going to join my church now. What I'm going to do is we're going to have us the Easter egg hunt. But in every egg, it's going to be a Bible verse. Mommy, what's this? Read it and be it. Well, I don't like that. And that's why they're going to grow up to go to jail. Train up a child in the way that they shall go. Hey, watch this. And they will not what? Depart from this. You got to teach them the word. See, you don't like that. Boring. This ain't Easter egg hunt day. This is family time. We're going to talk about Jesus and we, I'm going to prophesy to you. You know why you got to go on the Easter egg hunt? Because you don't have no Holy Ghost that can prophesy over your children. I de- watch this. If you got your family in a circle after, watch this, after service and start praying and say, Lord, fill my entire family. Your husband will get off porn in, a si- in 60 seconds. Hey, that's why the marriage is folding because he liked porn more than he liked you. But if you would get him Holy Ghost filled. Oh, revival will come in. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Encounter Atlanta podcast. If you'd like to stay connected with us, text the church to 94000. We'll see you next time.